0: Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610
1: 8088. This is your Half Empty Cup of Joe.
2: Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells.
1: This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup.
3: Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Half Empty Cup. Give yourself a a round of applause uh, for surviving... Another week here, Uh, Joe and Jason. uh, We've got Glenn Tate uh, from Prepping 2.0 joining us today, and and uh, he's got a great topic. Uh, It it it, it's it just you know it's so funny is Jason and I were actually talking about this a little bit this morning. Uh, Will Donald Trump be a dictator? I don't know if you saw that you had to up, right? Uh, and, and, and again, I think this is Trump brilliance, right? Because this has always been, you know, uh, the left side, oh, my God, Trump won't leave office, and look at what he did in January 6th, and he's going to be a dictator. So, uh, and I don't know who asked him, uh, but somebody asked him, are you going to be a dictator? And he had the best, because right, the politically correct answer would have been, of course not. That's ridiculous. But that I can play have, it, right? That, okay, yeah. Let Let's play because that actually would wouldn't have been the right move. The best move <laughs> was the answer he gave because because he he didn't say no. He said yes. I'll be a dictator for two days, right? The day one, I'm going to shut the border, and day two, I'm going to drill all the oil. Uh, and that just had the right. The, the left. Oh my gosh, they they just freaked out. It was it was brilliant.
0: Yeah, it's about it's with Hannity, and it's about I got forty. It's a little bit of a setup. There must be forty five seconds. Let's listen to this here. And this is this is what Glenn Tate was going to bring to the show. Let's let's listen.
2: Donald Trump really said it.
4: He'll be a dictator for a day if re-elected. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. Trump made the extraordinary (laughs)
2: vow at a town hall in Iowa moderated by Fox News host Sean Hannity, who
4: was attempting to quell fears that Trump would exact revenge on his political enemies. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. <laughs> the promise from Donald
5: Trump
0: to be a dictator. Trump's comments are... I think that's good enough. That that pretty much sums it up. I, I
3: thought he said two days. So day one, okay. Except for day one. And, and, and of course, uh, but he, he finished that, I think, with, my, I'm going to shut the border and, and drill for the oil, Glenn.
2: Yeah, and, and shutting the border and drilling for oil are not dictatorship moves because the president has the authority to do that but I wanted to put this in a bigger context and that is um, we, we heard in before the 2016 election that if Trump were elected he'd be a dictator um, I, it didn't pan out the left has been wrong consistently You look at MSNBC in the past couple weeks they've had people on their show saying and one of them I remember distinctly saying in all seriousness looking in the camera all serious and talking in a low hushed voice Donald Trump is going to round up his opponents and summarily execute them. And so let's just say the left's track record on accuracy is, is not super good. We've all heard of Trump derangement syndrome, TDS. I'd like to offer a new sub-diagnosis of TDS. It also uses the acronym TDS, and that's Trump dictatorship syndrome. I think it's, it's a similar psychological um, malady in which they think he's going to be the dictator. And you are so right, Joe. I mean, that one day dictatorship was brilliant. Speaking purely politically, a lot of people in this country um, they're not they're not into politics. They're certainly not Republicans. They're not Democrats. They probably wouldn't even tell you they're independents. They just don't care. But what they do like is a guy who gets stuff done. And what Trump said about dictator for a day really reinforced. That I'm gonna get things done with those folks now of course it can get a little out of control I mean we all have seen dictators throughout history that they got stuff done all right they just got horrible stuff done so I'm not saying yeah it's all about a guy who's gonna get stuff done but it really resonated with people that are on the fence and that may not in vote in most cases and they might hear because it it strengthens his persona of the bull in the china shop, the guy who's going to get stuff done. And I think it was brilliant, too, that he said he's going to be a dictator for a day because, no, now he's not. You know, a dictator would not be held to anything like that, right? I mean, they would say, I've changed my mind. I'm a dictator. I can do what I want. So, but I think it was absolutely brilliant. It set the left off, and they, they would completely misquote it. Like anyone listens to them anymore anyway, I don't know. I feel like I'm, you know, fighting uh, the last war's battles, political war's battles, when it comes to, you know, reminding people or persuading people that they can't trust the media. They already don't. Um, so I'm not sure who left in America, who's left in America that still is undecided about whether the media has any credibility. But, boy, was it fun to watch the left flip out. And you know what? There's an entertainment, let's be honest, and I know Jason and I agree on this, very <laughs> narrow point. There is an entertainment value to politics at the national level. It's not all about marginal tax rates and wheat tariffs on Chinese agricultural products or whatever. There there needs to be just because the masses are the way they are, you know, the masses don't read white papers, they don't they don't get into the details of policy. It, in order to be successful, there needs to be an entertainment value to politics. Now, it can get out of control. Uh, in our heads, we're all thinking of the scene from uh, Idiocracy where uh, the President of the United States, Mountain Dew Camacho, um, was addressing a futuristic House of Representatives. Well. <laughs> And, yep. and it well, can Glenn, go too far. Entertainment can go too far, but I'm. Just Glenn, we're gonna politics. we're gonna talk
0: more because we're, we're gonna hit the the first break. But I'll uh, to go back to what you were saying about how we agree. Uh, f- you know, national politics is a car crash. It's it's completely corrupt and bad, but everybody has to look at it, right? Everybody wants to look at it when you pass by it <laughs> on the highway. It's it's really what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe, it's entertainment too. We're going to have more with Glenn Tate. We're going to talk about this because there's, there's a little disturbing. There's, there's, it's a little disturbing to hear a potential president, a former president, saying this. Maybe we should explore the other side when we get back. we got Glenn Tate here on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. The half-empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor, with
1: Grisham & Associates, LLC, at 720-203-0731.
3: Empty Cup Joe and Jason with Glenn Tate Uh, if you want to chime in here 877-536-1360 if you want to comment on dictator for a day uh, again pretty brilliant because obviously right the, the the politically correct would be no but but he was smart he knew hey if I say yes even if I say yes for a day, that'll be enough uh, to get it everywhere.
0: Well, and, and it, it is, it, it, I'll ask you, Glenn, and, and, we'll, and we'll talk a little bit about it, but it's, it is a, li- a little bit disturbing that we are in a place in America where even in jest uh, a president can say, ah, I'll do dictator for a day, I'll smash my opponents. Ha ha ha, right? It's it's a little disturbing we're that far down the river in, in American politics where uh, former presidents can, can say that, and Trump has done things with his actions that have shown that he's just like all the other presidents have done corrupt things for the masters that put him in place. I, it it is a little spooky, you know, like like the clip I play with about uh, taking Syria's oil. I mean, he you know, it's 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 a little unnerving, you know, when when the 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 potential and the presidents will actually say these things
2: out loud. Well, and you and I disagree that <clears throat> Trump was a dictator in his first term, but that's not really where you're going with this. You're saying it's too bad that this. You know, joke has to be funny, basically. And, just that uh, it's
0: actually, I'm actually disturbed that a president would actually say it out loud. You go okay. back 20 years or 30 years, just just 15 years. I don't think a president would even mumble anything like this for for the the oh. fear of the repercussions.
2: Yes, we agree. It's it's crazy. A stop clock is right twice a day, and so yes, we do agree. It is disturbing I, 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 that yeah. Uh,
3: in general, the whole tone of politics has changed right and again i think it's all about uh sensationalism uh and and donald trump is smart enough to 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 pick up on it joe biden does it on accident and, and donald trump does it on purpose you know that's kind of what i think right
2: <laughs> well this sp- well yeah the- um the
0: speech writers exactly. are, are 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 the ones writing you know it's, it's not like obama or 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 biden or trump are actually making up these things or saying except for in an interview situation like this this is trump, this is why trump is so loved is that he's really good on on the, on the spot but i mean let me say this i, I think the presidency is a quasi dictatorial position as of i would say the 1960s at least and the reason is is because it's a bureaucracy there are there are big wealthy interests that get these guys elected, and I don't care if it's Trump, Biden, Obama, any of them. And what happens is, is yes, the Congress and and the uh, the Senate make the laws and and they vote on the important things, especially when it comes to the budget. Because let's face it, the president becomes a businessman. And Trump has made this clear. Obama made this clear. Biden's made this clear. When you don't do, let's just say, anybody within the realm of uh, the United States, if you don't do what you're supposed to be doing, the president will cut your funding. That is an enormous power. It's a dictatorial power. And Trump or Obama, these guys don't make those decisions. Someone's telling them when they should cut someone's funding for being defiant to the system that's in place. And so really, the president has a quasi-dictatorial power, so Glenn, it is it is disturbing for anyone to say, well, I'm going to get him on the first day, because he actually can, and it comes down to funding, and he will cut funding for all his so-called uh, enemies on the very first day. That's what he's saying.
2: Well, I don't think that's what he's saying. I think he limited it to the border and oil. But you're you're making the assumption that the president controls the bureaucracy, and maybe on an org chart or in a statute book somewhere. But let's look back at Trump's first term and see all the examples, too many to list, where the deep state was stabbing Trump in the back. He did not really have control over his agency. Sometimes he did. I'm gonna say, you know, it was occasional and it might be on topics that really mattered to him that he would exert control. But look at all the stuff uh, CIA and the FBI were doing during his term. The FBI, for goodness sakes, was spying on the president. He didn't have any control over the FBI and so I don't think a president completely controls the bureaucracy I think presidents can steer things and make things happen good or bad in in very general terms I'm not denying that the president has the power and of course it, as it goes traditionally the pre- presidents now have far more power than they used to have which is a separation of powers conversation we could have so yes presidents have a lot of power but this particular president, doesn't have absolute control over the bureaucracy now i think that leftist presidents have a lot more control over the bureaucracy because the bureaucracy is left-leaning and is happy to carry it out look at look at how biden you know well it's really not biden you know it's biden's handlers snap their fingers and federal agencies for example start doing things like saying yeah we're going to phase out you know natural gas stoves or whatever and so there's a tremendous amount of control that left-wing presidents have over the bureaucracy, but Trump doesn't have it over this bureaucracy. And I think he learned a lesson. So maybe I kind of am sort of somewhat agreeing with Jason, as, as much well. as it pains me. But <clears throat> I think Trump got got fooled. He thought that he had control. He was used to running companies and things like that where he unquestionably had control. I think if he would have done it over, I think he said as much, too. If he could do it over again, he wouldn't have trusted some people that you know, he had to trust. Because here's the thing, and and I was kind of involved in a transition for a Republican governor in Washington State. But I'll give you the very short version. Nobody appreciates that when a Republican takes office you know, in a, a left leaning place, um, it's impossible. And I mean that in the very sense of the word. It is impossible for a Republican to find staff and, and agency heads and sub-agency heads and all the other stuff to carry out Republican principles. Um, a Republican governor was elected in Washington State. The Democrats ended up stealing the election through some litigation. This was in 2004. And I remember when the Republican governor was the governor-elect, technically, before it was stolen, uh, I had a conversation with a a, sta- a Republican state senator, and he said, you know, there are 3,900 Senate appointments. I mean, could be the minor stuff like the Raspberry Commission, could be the major stuff like the Department of Corrections. He said to me, because I was a, a conservative <clears throat> lawyer in Washington State Capitol, he said, so um, g- give me some guys, you know, give me some people. I mean, how many, he said, how many conservative lawyers are there in Olympia? And I said, uh, three of us, sir. And he said, what, are you kidding me? We need 3,900 people plus or minus and, and it occurred to him. It was it was interesting to watch his face. He realized that you can win the governorship, and the the people in the bureaucracy are going to change very very little. And there's another little thing, uh, co- you know, collective bargaining as far as uh, taking out people that don't have policy positions. So my point is, without getting into the minutia, which I realize I just did, um, without getting into the minutia, it is really hard for the, a governor or even even the president of the United States to really control this stuff. And look at all the leaks mm. that we've seen. I, I, so, I, well, hold so on, Clint. So I, dis- be-
0: I disagree. So so as I, as I was talking about the bureaucracy, and like I said, the president is a puppet. He's put there so controlling factors can tell the president what to do. So on, in his first term, as we had, you would had discuss his first term, uh, towards the end of his first term, here came COVID, right, and he shut the country down. Now you can say, oh, this and that, and you can make all the ex- explanations. You want one month? After he shut the country down, that the, you remember the two weeks uh, you get past the curve? The, the, uh, the governors of this country wanted to reopen their states. He tweeted this. Many this others, is for, not all. This, well, it doesn't matter. Any of them that wanted to open their states should have been allowed to. But the bureaucracy controls the states. And this is, this is made clear by Trump. For the purpose of creating conflict and confusion, some in the fake news media are saying that it is the governor's decision to open up the states, that, th- uh, not that of the president of the United States and the federal government. Let it be fully understood that this is incorrect. It is the decision of the president, and for many good reasons. With that being said, the administration will work closely with the governors, uh, and this will, uh, and a decision by me will come uh, in conjunction with the governors. And 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 th- this is a tweet. This is what uh, this is. One month after he signed the order, the the emergency order to shut us down, he's the one that did warp speed and brought the vaccines in. And it's because of the bureaucracy, not because Trump's so powerful and he's the dictator, but the dictator's place there, the bureaucracy controls the the dictator and tells him what to do. And if the states want to rise up and use their power, because the states have this power, Trump will just defund them. Because all the money that was being thrown at these states, if you open your states, you are defunded. And that's a very powerful uh, position to be in, Joe. What do you say?
3: Well, yeah, and that listen—that's been going on way before Trump. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Exactly, Arizona, and I, said, I I didn't Arizona say it's just Trump, got, but i was just saying got got, got highway again. funding cut off till they till they agreed to the yeah. MLK holiday and, and things of that nature. Here's the thing, though, and I heard Glenn say it, and 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 I know you know we're not going to convince Jason today, uh, but I hope too, and I don't know. I'm say I don't know, but I hope Trump did learn because. Like Jason said, the bureaucracy convinced Trump, "This is what you should do," and and that, and he followed through on that. And I think he just got bad advice. Anthony Fauci, uh, Bricks—all the, they're, they're criminal, in, in my opinion. Uh, but the uh, and, and, but this also goes to what Glenn was saying. First of all, government's way too big, and the bureaucracies where we don't vote, nobody voted. For Anthony Fauci right nobody votes for these uh, these people nobody votes for the FBI or the CIA and and it's been inundated by left way leftists how do I know this go look at Washington DC because this is where these people live 90 like 90 some percent vote for the left no other place, not even liberalist of liberalist California, would you be anywhere close to ninety percent voting uh for the left? But that is what we have in DC and it's powerful. Let's all agree. It is. Powerful uh, because they carry a lot of sway and a lot of influence. And 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 how can you sit there like like, like I, I would say, man, what if I was president during COVID? I'm not a doctor, right? I'm not a a microbiologist or epidemiologist. And 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 here comes the people that you know that I get to call on. They're in the government and they're telling me X, Y, Z and man, they they convinced me that they got their charts and their spreadsheets and their uh, their PowerPoints, uh, right? I mean, Glenn, this is kind of what they're up against.
2: Exactly, and I was talking about Trump has acknowledged in his own Trumpian way of not really acknowledging mistakes, which is a personality flaw he has, I grant you that. But he's alluded to um, he would have done things differently. I'm not sure he said he would have done COVID differently. I'm not saying that, but to me the covid thing is an example of him trusting the deep state when i think his instinct was not to but he went along with it just because he went along with it and he did so let's be honest he trump went along with the lockdowns with with a smile on his face he was he was cheery he thought he was doing the right thing i'm not saying he was he was you know uh, in the middle of the road on that and so he did do it but i think he's learned a ton and one of the one of the reasons I think he's learned a ton besides the fact that he said so is that um, the Heritage Foundation has got um, I think it's called the January 25 um, project or something and whatever it's called, and they've got I think it's 25,000 people, they've got resumes and they've vetted people and they're getting ready, <clears throat> excuse me, to staff at least the higher levels of the federal government, with with conservatives. Presumably they're conservatives. That's what the vetting is about. And so that to me is a concrete step. What a massive undertaking to do if if you thought it didn't need to be done, you wouldn't go and do that. And so I'm I'm hopeful that you know number one, Trump gets re gets reelected. I said reelected, didn't I? Freudian slip. Trump gets elected and he puts in place decent people who aren't going to be like the uh, the old beasties.
0: we'll be right back stay with us glenn tate is with joe and jason on the half empty cup of joe
4: folks as a cbd user i can attest to its effectiveness and now my kind cbd products are available at the station you'll see tinctures salves lotions creams coffee cocoa tea and much more you'll even find cbd retinol cream khnc also carries my kind pet products including shampoo and tincture allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of cbd that you do the best prices the best quality and all thc free my kind cbd cbd as nature intended it
1: long staple shapir cotton this is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever and now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98 so go to mypillow.com use your promo code khnc to get my towels for only $29.98 or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com
5: Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at
0: 970-800-3693.
3: Empty Cup, Joe and Jason with Glenn Tate. Remember, this is our short show for the week, Tehebo Tea, one of our great advertisers coming up next, uh, 877-536-1360. You can call or text and uh, give us your opinions. Uh, you know, and I, I, I'll say this, um, I don't see anybody, Then uh, this includes DeSantis, even though I think DeSantis got smart after Uh, after the fact and and read the tea leaves and was kind of leading the charge of, hey, we're going to end these lockdowns. I don't know that anybody we elected, and 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 I I use myself as the example, that's how powerful these guys really are. They're going to inundate you, and and of course, they were using the media. Remember, they had these guys out of the media, uh, even Fox. They kept bringing out the Johns Hopkins guys and telling us how many... uh, millions of people were gonna die and 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 all of this uh i don't know that covid would be the best example because they 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 just had it just seemed like they they were ready for this you know i go back to alex jones uh where he was talking about hey Go back and read what the, the Rockefellers and them were talking about. It was COVID. It's it almost to the T that they were going to get this done, that they're going to lock the people down, put the mask on, do all that stuff. And, and I don't know if anybody would have been uh, smart. I'd like to believe that, yes, I would have done it. I would have been able to resist the deep state. I just don't know. Uh, that, that would have been a really hard one because they were just, they wanted that to happen no matter who it was.
2: Yeah, and, and I think that you're right, that, that the nature of the, the COVID uh, situation was very seductive when it came to a reason to get all these powers, because none of us, I'm guessing, uh, I know the three of us and no, probably no listeners, are epidemiologists. And even if you were an epidemiologist um, and you came to the correct conclusion, um, you would have been, you know, fired from your jobs and all the other stuff. And a lot of us, common-sense people that don't just believe what the government says, we had our doubts, but, I mean, what what are you going to do? Um, well, you can't let, let, me,
0: let me say this. Let, let me say this. Uh, I think, Joe, I think you've, you've articulated it really well, but I think there's one thing you would have de- done a lot differently. Just just in that tweet, which is one month into the shutdowns, he Trump made it clear it is my decision whether you're going to open or not. I think if the governors of the states came to you as Joe president— I think you would have listened to the governors. The governor's like, we want to open our states. We should have the right to do what we want. Would you have defunded them for opening, for opening up? Yeah,
3: see, and this is another, uh, another great point. This is where government has gotten, right? It, it is supposed to be the states, right? We should never have the monstrosity that is the federal government. Uh, Right now, you know, really, and how this was set up. Each state was supposed to be kind of like its own little country, uh, sort of speak. But but that is that is definitely gone away. And I think most people don't even realize that uh, is how it's supposed to be. The only criticism I really truly have about COVID and Trump, it's well after the fact now, and you still won't admit hey I should I should have done it differently we you know uh, the vaccine should have been different Uh, the lockdowns, I get that I'm not too much worried about that but but there's still a few things that he just simply refused I think Glenn's right it's a character flaw he won't do it he's not gonna admit he's wrong but I I, it would I know for me that would have went a long way for me Uh, and I think it would have went a long way for a lot of people but but irregardless Uh, I do think he played the dictator card perfectly.
2: Well, and and he probably thought, and I I don't know, (laughs) I hope this isn't true, he probably thought in the COVID situation that people were looking for a a strong uh, leader to take bold action, that whole stuff. And, And that seems to fit with his personality, seems to fit with how he approached it and that is that is troubling. I think that it, it shows that the general population wanted in that situation where we were misinformed, disinformed, really, that the the general public wanted that strong figure. that doesn't mean you do it just because the general population wants it, especially on something as important, catastrophic really, um when you look at the economic effects and the effects on school kids. It was absolutely terrible. Um, and, P- and old people dying you know, without their loved ones around them. It was, it was it was a huge thing. So <clears throat> you shouldn't just do what everybody wants, but I guess it's understandable but not laudable uh, what happened. But w- one of the things to, to Jason's point, and this is a, a variation of what he was talking about when he was you know, saying I think he was saying the president basically controls a bureaucracy. And so my question is, could Trump pull off? A dictatorship. Let's let's forget about no. his, Trump's intentions, <laughs> right? And, and no, can't no, no, Listen, so Glenn,
0: and Glenn, what I, I got just to be a little more clear. He doesn't control the bureaucracy. He gets to do what the bureaucracy wants him to do. He's the figurehead that gets to make the decisions. Just like in this, one month after COVID lockdowns, he's saying, "Hey, states, you don't get to make the decision. <laughs> I do." So, so yeah, can he be an actual dictator? no the bureaucracy the people that put these powerful people in place that is who the controller that's the dictatorship that's the
2: communism that we have running this country uh, glenn the the dicta- the the bureaucracy you're talking about is yes. currently indicted him four times he's facing four criminal cases from the bureaucracy i don't think he likes the bureaucracy and I think that he well understands. Hillary Clinton was investigated the all the way till
0: 2020 Hillary Clinton was investigated the whole shot who talks about that anymore she was cleared and she's free to go Trump will probably end up the same way. I. Well,
3: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not she saying wasn't, she going wasn't. She wasn't prosecuted like this. I mean, not no, well, that. She was investigated,
0: though. She was investigated very that's seriously.
3: They, that's Trump's getting more than investigated, right? He's being brought up on charges, right. uh, with, 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 like, without a doubt, uh, uh, about any of that, and and you know, it, it's something where I, I do this. This is my belief. I do believe Donald Trump is less controllable. Than any other candidate that is out there, and, and probably did do some things they burac- the bureaucracy did not like, and this is why uh, this stuff is going on, Glenn. That's just my opinion. yeah.
2: I mean, no, I get it. And the bureaucracy that is trying to put him in jail four different ways is is not his friend. And I mean, he he, I think finally gets it and. He can't admit it. We've covered all of that. I don't think that that Trump, I, I don't even think if Trump decided to be a dictator and turn the bureaucracy on the population, I don't think the bureaucracy would do it for one simple reason. It's Donald Trump asking them to do it. We've seen a million examples of liberals that are all for something, and then they, you read them a quote, for example, and they say, yeah, that sounds great. It's, Did you know that Ronald Reagan said that or Donald Trump said that? And then they say, oh, well, it's awful and you know they they won't go along with him no matter what he does because they hate him and so i don't think he can make the bureaucracy do go do horrible stuff if it's his idea. we'll be
0: right back stay with us
1: this is steve of ramsey auto group hey this is mike from ramsey auto group just stopping in to say hi
5: Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms, and even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories. Stop by and on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com.
3: Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street, Pinstripe, Bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com.
4: I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright blessed day, the dark sacred night and i think to myself what a wonderful
3: world we're back here the half empty cup joe and jason with glenn tate uh, so uh glenn what wh- what are your thoughts about the debate uh, the last debate uh, not a lot of viewers uh You know, uh, Chris Christie seemingly decided that uh, Nikki Haley is awesome. It sure seems like the media wants Nikki Haley uh, to to somehow come out of this. What do you think?
2: Well, I hate to disappoint you. I have never watched any of the debates (laughs) because I can't stand them. But maybe that's your point. So I don't know. I get, you know, little snippets after the fact. As far as Nikki Haley goes, yeah, she is emerging as the neocon candidate. I think she um, would start way too many wars. I think it's obvious. I think she's running as that. Um, she's also now trying to walk back a statement in which she apparently said she was for and and I I'm taking this from third party sources that she was for basically unrestricted immigration. I don't know that that's what she said, but that's the rap on her, which is kind. Of, oh, she got all the the Americans for Prosperity, the Koch brothers, uh, support. So it's pretty obvious who the kind of the George Bush wing of the party uh, supports, and I think it's pretty see-through. Uh, Chris Christie is a clown. He, he cannot be taken seriously. Um, he's there. He's getting money from somebody to try to increase Donald Trump's negatives. He's, he's, he's a terrible candidate. He comes across... I mean, maybe maybe it's cool in New Jersey to to act like that, but out here uh, in the West, we don't appreciate that bombastic. You know, you know, you need to shut your Harvard mouth. which he said to Vivek. Um, Vivek, I think, is is opening eyes, and and people are paying attention to some of the stuff he's saying. Um, I don't know that you know he's being taken seriously because he's. He doesn't have any, quote, experience, and I'm not sure what experience means, but there's that. And then there's all the, you know, the other guys. Like, I love the uh, governor of North Dakota, I think Dave Burgum or something like that. He, he finally suspended his campaign when he was polling at zero point zero 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 one percent So I think it's a complete clown show. I think that we're, we're applying the old rules from old elections where primaries – actually mattered and there were there were contested primaries there's no contest in this primary it's donald trump and all of this other stuff is just um entertainment for political junkies it's kind of like the playoffs to a super bowl where we all know who's going to be in the super bowl and sports fans want to watch the the playoffs but we already know who's going to be in the playoffs and so it's it's kind of useless um I think that it's further uh, driving a lot of people away from the sort of establishment part of the Republican Party um, and a lot of people it that I run into um, are they're ignoring these primaries because Trump's not in them right I mean they would love to see you know Trump for an hour or two doing his thing the debates Trump was in in 2016 the the ratings were sky-high again entertainment is an element of politics so yeah i didn't watch it i know um you were probably counting on me to have witty observations um i come in at zippo got nothing for you
3: i have well, you know yes. go ahead jason
0: I, I don't really have a whole lot to say i i saw the highlights i didn't watch it but i saw a lot of uh what the bluster was about afterwards and uh glenn's uh, right on, on on almost all of it uh I guess if you really care who's actually has a chance at winning the presidency then you may actually want to see what these four people were actually standing for. Vivek Ramaswamy talks a great game. He's he's he says the things that are actually right about fixing this country. I just don't trust him. He he looks like a wolf in sheep's clothing sort of so to speak. So well,
3: but he uh, did bring up 9/11. You know,
0: know if, if he says listen to me. He is. He says almost all the right things. He's almost like a Javier Malay. He's 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 like he's like a couple footsteps away from that. But he always uh, he just stops just short of I'm actually going to to work for the citizens. I think he still has interests in mind. I think someone is is backing him you know, more than just his own money. But I mean, if I had to vote, he's he's the best guy. But I, I you know Trump is Trump is the one they want there. I mean, it's possible. The governor of Florida, you know Ron DeSantis, it's possible he pulls this thing off. Uh, Glenn, I think it's you know once we get into to, to the January, February, March, April of the primaries, things can change. But uh, you know, well, there's there is the indictments. There's all kinds of other stuff. Well, how about this? What if Trump does actually get uh, convicted and put into jail? Okay, let's. And I don't know if that I don't think that'll happen. But it, let's just say it actually does. I think the odds are against it. He actually is put in prison. Why do we get the feeling after the elections uh, over, before Biden, let's, let's say Ron DeSantis wins the election, let's just let's just go that far. Why do I get the feeling Biden would pardon Trump and uh, let him go? No way, yeah, I mean, I no think, way Trump stays in prison. No way, even if he gets even if he gets convicted.
2: Well, there's the Secret Service issue too, because the Secret Service cannot allow him to be in prison. It, what would happen to him would be he would be uh, given home <laughs> detention. And and ankle <laughs> yeah. An ankle monitor. Trump gets <laughs> an ankle monitor. Yeah. No, I mean, Boy. it's illegal to put a president in jail. It's actually <laughs> against the law uh, because of the Secret Service having to protect him. And and so who knows? And and I do think um, that the, the primaries are all about who's going to be the alternative candidate in case Trump actually gets put in prison. The, the polling is fascinating. Most people – in this country, at least tell pollsters, we'll see what they really do, they're telling pollsters that even if Trump is convicted, um, they still support him, so I'm not even sure that an alternative would even come out, you know, uh, would would come to fruition. Now, if Trump is physically in Mar-a-Lago, I mean, he could still... He could still run the federal government, you know. I mean, remotely, he could do a lot of Zoom meetings, right? I,
3: I, I guess <laughs> so, I, you know because I'm sitting here thinking this, and, and Glenn, you're, you're the lawyer here, but, I, and I agree. I, I think we're talking nonsense because he, he's not going to be convicted. But but if he did, that doesn't prevent him from being president, does it? Or does it?
2: No, it does not. Um, and in a lot of states, he'd you be impeached. Hold. Yeah, elective and office and all that other stuff, if you've got a felony conviction, you can't, you know, do that. But there's nothing in the federal constitution. I don't think the founders ever had a guy like Donald Trump in mind when they wrote that (laughs) document. They were brilliant. They did not see this coming. (laughs) Because
3: I actually think he'd become more popular if he actually got arrested. Uh, Having said that, listen, final segment, you know what that means, we're going to have some positivity. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger, while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 Hi, this is Rod with PCs and Parts. We are giving
5: away a free desktop PC for the month of December. So come by and check it out and enter to win our free PC giveaway. We provide sales and service for all makes and models. For all your computer needs, come by and see us. We are located in the Orchard Shopping Center in Loveland, next to the Ace Hardware. Or you can find us at PCsandparts.com. Call us at 970-203-0696. That's 970-203-0696.
3: wrapping it up here. I want to thank uh, all of our listeners. uh, Glenn Tate today, uh, everybody and what they do to help support this radio station. Make sure you follow uh, this program, Half Empty Cup on Rumble. Like us there. uh, We've got uh, working on some new things uh, there as well. Uh, We're a little early in it, but we'll bring them out hopefully uh, next year. But uh, get out there. Uh, and, and and like what we do and continue to support uh, 1360. Glenn, it, it's Friday. it's the last few minutes. Nah. Uh, I always I always yeah. look forward to these last few minutes because you're gonna you're gonna give us something positive to go home with over the weekend.
2: That's right and this is positive but it's not about like a lost puppy coming home or something like that. Sometimes those are my positive segments. Um, here's something positive. We were talking about a dictatorship. And let's assume uh, against, in my opinion, the evidence that Donald Trump were to become a dictator or try to become a dictator. We got a little something called the Second Amendment, and we are so blessed in this country to have that. Obviously, nobody wants you know to have to use it. I, I get that. But I'm just saying that it's one of the reasons we have fared much, much better than any other country is that we've got this – dictatorship uh, check and balance and uh, and so even if you're on the unlikely event that you're uh, a lefty listening to KHNC which you know would be which would be torture for you um, listening to all this good truth and logic and everything but even if you're a liberal um, you would have to be glad that there's a second amendment because we don't we don't have the rotating crew of coups the rotate you know the the uh revolving door of dictators like they have in most parts of the world and don't kid yourself a lot of parts of the world that we think are are quote free especially in Europe i they're not free by my definition and um, so we have the second amendment you should cherish it and you should protect it and make sure it never ever gets touched because whether it's Donald Trump as a supposed dictator, which I don't think is happening, or another kind of dictator, or some other category of dictator that we haven't even thought of, right? It doesn't matter what form it takes. It just matters that they have a huge hurdle to overcome when it comes about even thinking about this. And that's the the phase of the decision-making process I want to focus on. I want the Second Amendment to work not on the battlefield. I want the Second Amendment to work when it comes to the conference room where somebody's saying, you know what we ought to do? We ought to impose a dictatorship, and I want someone to raise their hand and say, with all due respect, sir, uh, it's a terrible idea, and here's why. And the here's why is the Second Amendment. So that's the deterrence I think the Second Amendment provides. Thank God, literally, for the Second Amendment, because we can talk about dictatorships and it's fascinating, and it's Cool, And it's, it's a topic we should be thinking about. We shouldn't just assume, oh, since we have a Second Amendment, human nature is entirely different in the United States, and people aren't going to try to do bad stuff. No, we've just got a countermeasure to people's plans to do bad stuff. And um, if, you, if you're not a gun owner, you, you should be. We've, we've passed the 500 million firearms mark in this country, half a billion guns. Good work, America. Keep it up, and let's go for six hundred million because it seems to be working. There you go, Joe. You can take us out.
3: Thank you again, everybody. Remember Tahibo T coming up next. Glenn, thank you so much. We'll see everybody again next week. Have a great weekend. Do something. Stop bitching.
4: Do something KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp sab, moisturizing lotions and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at Two South Parish or check us out online, go to 1360khnc.com, click on the shop button.
1: It's a perfect time to plant trees during the tree farm's 50 Cent Tree Sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one seven to eight foot tall flowering tree for only two sixty nine fifty dollars and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two seven-gallon trees for only 270 dollars You can see 25 to exit 235. Then five miles west to the tree farm.